War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 117. It's January 25th, 2016. It's 60 degrees outside. What is this? And it's 5.08 in the p.m. Uh, let's see. I haven't done one of these Bloggle Spot here things since last Friday. I think I did one every day last week, maybe four or five days. Um, but... Saturday, let's see, Saturday I did a Periscope, so if you're not following me on Periscope, do that, because um, you got to watch the last nine minutes of the Alabama LSU game, and we talked about Auburn basketball and football and all that good stuff, uh, but since then, haven't done a, a, per, a blog spot, so that night, Auburn lost to Florida, if that's the word for it, lost to, um, the game was on SEC Network. I have Dish, Georgia, uh, Arkansas went to overtime. You know, overtime's only five minutes. Well, by the time that got done, Auburn, Florida was in the eight-minute mark of the first half. How you play almost 12 minutes of basketball while another one's going on, going to five, playing five minutes, I don't know. But... I was listening to the radio and all that, and I knew what was going on regardless, and it was terrible. By the time the game came on, Auburn was losing by 20. And at halftime, I think they were down 23, something like that. Uh, and then they ended up losing like by 31 or something like that. And honestly, I know it was because I, had, I didn't get vested in the game, really, because I didn't have a chance to. And it was over by the time I saw it visually. But I wasn't that mad at Auburn's performance. I know that sounds crazy. It's the biggest loss of the season so far. Um, hopefully for the rest of the year, too. Uh, but I just wasn't that mad because, at least from what I saw, Auburn didn't do anything terribly wrong except for the fact of letting Florida shoot the ball, I guess. Because Florida didn't miss a shot. Their two best players were, like, perfect from the field until the middle of the second half. Yeah, you, there's problems down low and all that, and that's because Auburn's playing seven players. They are only playing seven players. And pretty much, I guess you could say they're playing nine, and two of them are walk-ons that come in for 30 seconds to give Canty a breather or Harris a breather or Bowers a breather or something like that. But regardless, yes, Auburn was has some deficiencies that was going to make it tough against Florida anyway. But Florida had like nine three-pointers in the first half. Auburn led two to nothing. Then it was tied two to two. Then it was five to two. Then I think it was 25 to five or something like that. 25 to eight. It was kind of like the Alabama game. Um, in the turn, you know, Auburn had like, get, went on like, Alabama went on like a 20 to four run. Uh, but this one was just way too much. I mean, Auburn lost in both halves, but the second half was way closer, and I know that's because they just play, they play differently when you're up by 25 points, but you know, the second half, just like the Missouri game, just like the Vandy game, was not that terrible, it's just that first 10 minutes, on the road, and I meant to do this, I haven't done it yet, on the road, in the first 8 to 10 minutes, I guarantee you Auburn's losing like 60 to 20, if you combine all their losses, I mean, it, it's like, I don't know where I picked those numbers from, but something very large like that. Uh, they just, I don't know if it's just the crowds into it more or whatever. And we, we all know that basketball, 
has the the biggest home court advantage of any sport. Like, not even close. There's usually like 20, 30 fans max for the, for the visiting team. Maybe. Um, and they make no difference. And the crowd's right on top of you. And basketball is so precise in terms of shooting that, you know, it takes you a little while to get used to the surroundings and the goal. And, I mean, it, it's not... It's not easy. And I know everybody's played basketball in their backyard, maybe even shot it in their high school gym and all that. But in college, I've when I was at Auburn, I was picked to do uh, to do some like those on on the court promotion things where you shoot a free throw for something, or you know do the layup thing and all that. I did that twice, and I, all I can think of is when I got to the three the free throw or the three pointer, it looks so different with there being nothing behind the the, rim, the basket, um, like with the closest thing being the the stands way up there or something like that, it makes a three pointer look like ten feet away. So it messes with you. And then you go to places like Vandy and Florida that are like gimmicky little arenas that are just kind of like, oh, we had an extra room here, so let's put a basketball court down. It's just weird. And the other team, that's all they play in. So. I don't know if that's Auburn's. That was that whole diatribe was based on the fact of Auburn struggling for at least the first ten minutes of a road game. Um, I don't know. Yes, we've got injuries and we've got people that could be helping right now, um, but that problem has kind of been around all year. Even when Dunnins was there and Sam Sedin was there and whoever. But you know, Auburn beat Kentucky and Alabama last week, and it was all great. And then now they got beat by Florida, and it's kind of back to that um, that Vandy Missouri week feeling. It I hate the way the SEC schedule is. You basically play two away, two home, two away, two home, and it's hard to, you know, in basketball. Like I said, away games are like are the toughest to win in basketball, and you got two in a row. So that means you're going to have a week where you win some games, and you're going to have a week where you lose some games. Probably, it's just it's not ideal. And also, I meant to say this earlier today on Twitter, but I never did. The The schedule used to be Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, Wednesday. And maybe if it was a big game that ESPN wanted to showcase, it was on a Tuesday or Thursday. I've looked at the schedule. I, I know for a fact Auburn's first four weeks, they've played on Tuesday. They haven't played on Wednesday. And then I looked at the SEC schedule this weekend, and it seems like Almost all the games are on Tuesday, and there's only one or two on Wednesday. So that's kind of weird, too. You go from Saturday night, you get Sunday to do whatever, Monday to do whatever, and then you've got your game on Tuesday. So that Tuesday game is pretty short. You know, you don't have much time to prepare. Uh, so I don't know I don't know why they did that. Why the SEC Network is what's done it, but... It just seems to be. I know for a fact Auburn's first four have been on Tuesday, and then this week will be on Tuesday against Ole Miss. And then we got Oklahoma State on Saturday. And it's just, I don't know. I'm not blaming the loss because Auburn's had a short week to prepare for the Tuesday games, but it could make a difference, especially if you're traveling one of those days or both of those days. Yeah, so think about that. Auburn went to Florida on Saturday, got back late Saturday night. Now they're going to Ole Miss on Tuesday. That's double travel within a three-day span. So I don't know why they decided to do it that way. Um, but, yeah, it, it's 
Ole Miss, right? They play Ole Miss Tuesday, tomorrow. Um, Ole Miss was pretty decent at the beginning of the year. Moody, Stephon Moody or whatever his name is, the short guy with the long dreadlocks, um, he's the leading scorer or was, but he's been out for the last two or three games, and I think they've lost all the games he's been out. And I don't think he's going to play tomorrow. Um, that They are in their new arena that they just opened a few weeks ago. They, for some reason, didn't open at the beginning of the year. They opened it a few games into the season. Um, and Ole Miss just lost to Mississippi State, who had not won a conference game yet. So maybe Auburn can get the, the road monkey off their back. If they want to do anything, if they want to even try to be on a bubble, which I think they can if they get Dunnins back and if they get Purifoy and, and I don't know. I think they can. If they play like they did against Kentucky and Alabama, they can. But if they want to, knowing that they're going to lose at least three or four more games, they've got to win some road games. And Florida was just unbeatable the way they were shooting the ball. They would have beaten anybody. Auburn did not play terrible. They didn't play stupid like they did against Missouri and Vandy. It was nothing like that. That was stupid basketball. Now, Vandy did have some hot shooting, but Missouri was ridiculous. Just old Jeff Lebo, Tony Barbie, stupid basketball. Nothing against them. Well, totally against them, but just the way Auburn played during those times. Um, and, you know, I didn't see the whole game. I watched all that I could, but it didn't seem like, hey, they just threw the ball away for no reason or kicked it into the third row or let this guy wide open for a 360 dunk. It didn't seem like that happened. It was just... Florida was unstoppable shooting three-pointers, really. Um, so Ole Miss seems right now, at least without their best player, beatable at home. Maybe Auburn can do it. Um, just they don't need to get in that little slump. They don't need to let Ole Miss take over within 10 minutes just because the crowd's into it. Canty and Bowers are fully driven by success and the crowd. If they miss a shot and the crowd, or the crowd's not there to scream every time they make a shot, you see they play differently, but very differently. All right, um, so what else? Cam is going to the Super Bowl. Alabama fans can't take it. I honestly have not gotten this amount of hate and just stupidity on Twitter since the kick six. Just I haven't even said anything really on Twitter. I made the joke before the game asking when Greg McElroy's game was, but I've had people call, say I've been bashing Alabama, bashing their university, because I say things like Cam and Peyton are going to the Super Bowl. This is must. This is to Alabama fans. This is what um, Alabama Clemson in the national championship felt like. That, I mean, they hate Alabama. I mean, excuse me, that was stupid. Alabama fans hate Cam Newton. And there's two reasons, Alabama fans, there's two reasons people in general hate Cam Newton. Alabama fans hate him because he beat them, and they thought he was going to be terrible. That's what they told themselves. He ain't going to be nothing. He ain't ever going to come back to Auburn. He goes back to Auburn all the time, and he's going to be the MVP, and he might be the first player ever to win the national championship, Heisman, first-round pick, MVP, and Super Bowl ever. You're the the guy you wanted to say was going to be terrible might be breaking like the most the the biggest record you could ever break in in sports. All those things at once, the first one ever. So they hate him because he beat him, and that's that's why a lot of people hate Cam Newton. Anybody he beat in college, Georgia specifically, um, 
South Carolina probably doesn't like, whoa, no, he plays there. That's weird. I've always thought about that. He beat down South Carolina that second time, and then they drafted him. So I don't know how their fans take it, but I'm sure they love it. But um, So, yeah, I've been trying to say this whole time. Two reasons. He either beat you in college or beat you in pro, or, and this is more on a national scale, you're racist. And I, I hate calling people racist because the only reason racism is, exists is because people yell racism all the time. But it's true. I mean, old white guys don't like Cam Newton. Old Steelers fans, old uh, Broncos fans that like Joe Montana. I'm just throwing out names. I know he didn't play for the Broncos. But that like Joe Montana and uh, Steve Young and, and all those guys, they hate Cam Newton. Why? Because he dances, he's flashy, he has fun, and you're not supposed to do that. You're supposed to throw your touchdown pass and run and go sit on the bench and wait to throw the next one. Whatever. Um, but yeah, he went to Auburn. Do you know that? He has his degree. His number's going to be retired, and he's probably going to be go down. I don't know how you can't. If he went to Super Bowl, he could be the most – uh, decorated NFL player ever. I mean, yeah, he needs to win a bunch to be up there with the legends. But if you're, I'm talking about football player, not just NFL. If you win the Heisman Trophy, the National Championship, first round draft pick, first pick, MVP, multiple Pro Bowls already, broke has broken all those records, all those rookie records, everything, and then win a Super Bowl. I don't know how you can argue that he's not the best or on par to be the best ever. And he does it on a team that's not very good. He's got a decent running back. His best wide receiver's hurt. The best one he gets to play with plays good one every three games. His defense has almost collapsed four or five times this year and given him five, four or five losses. I mean, he, as much as everybody wanted to say Auburn was a one-man team back then, it's worse at Carolina, I'd say. He is playing with less in terms of talent and people around him than he did at Auburn. And he's in the NFL doing it against the best in the world, apparently. So, yeah, Auburn basketball tomorrow against Ole Miss. Can't get a win. That'll put him back into the winning record. We got, we're 9-9 nine nine right now. Um, and now we've got two weeks of hearing how Cam Newton's terrible and all that kind of stuff. So, happy Monday. Bloggle spot, number 117, done, War Eagle.